Well, welcome to the Internet Advisor Show. This is Gary Baker. Uh, Foster has the day off, but I'm here with Ed Riddell and Cal Carson. Uh, Mike Brennan sticking around. And uh, we are going into a whole hour of answering your questions. If you call us at 800-859-0WJR, that's 800-859-957, excuse me. Uh, we're going to answer your questions. Uh, in any question that you can ask us, we'll try to answer just a minute. Welcome back to the Internet Advisor. This is Ed Rudell, my personal favorite portion of the show where we get to talk to our listeners. And if they have questions, not any question, because I don't want to divulge where Santa really comes from. But if you have questions about the Internet, having problems with your computer, how to remove that nasty virus, we'll take your call at 800-859-0957. And we have Joe from Livonia that's going to talk about still being a dial-up user. Okay, We'll take that. After we talk to Mike Brennan and yourself with the uh, current news events. Sure. So we've had Mike on the air for the last couple hours, uh, but normally, because you're our partner, we normally have you call in and talk to us a little bit about my tech news and what you've uh, highlighted for the week. You're in studio. You still get to do the same thing. All right. Much nicer. There you go. Yeah, we've enjoyed I get to, having I get you to here. sit here with Cal and Ed and watch them go at each other during the break. During the break, <laughs> yeah. It's really it seems good. like we I should like have it. a teletype machine Cage playing match. in the background. You know? here, Mac, you know? PC, yeah. Mac, PC. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Mike, so what uh, What did you highlight in my tech news this week? Well, that uh, service that uh, provides a, your designated driver is called Be My DD, and uh, they just rolled it out in Detroit, and they got a New Year's Eve special. Actually, Foster picked out this headline, so we're doing this for Foster. He loved it. Because if, if you book the service for New Year's Eve, they'll take a dollar an hour from what you're paying to get this designated driver service to drive not only you, because that's where Uber could come in, right? right? But they'll drive your car as well back to your house, and then you don't have to worry about getting meeting the, the sheriff or the Michigan State Police, right? And and it it makes the rest of us safer on the road as well. It, it does. So anyway, if if you use that service for every hour of the service that you use, they will donate a dollar towards these uh, non-kill uh, uh, animal shelters so that puppies can be rescued. They call it the Puppy Love Campaign. And it's Christmas time, right? So we need a headline like that. There you go. So what else? Well, speaking of a good headline, I just got this today from Cal Sutter at, uh, at Liquid Web in, in Lansing. Uh, they're having a fill-the-truck event uh, uh, where they're going to be filling up the food banks over there in Lansing, and they're encouraging everybody on Wednesday to come out to the Westland Apple Market, bring your canned goods and whatnot. Uh, they're, tra- again, trying to fill up the Lansing food banks. we got the holidays coming, and it's a really nice gesture on Liquid Web's part. They've already had all their employees have donated a considerable amount of stuff, but, hey, it's... It's the holidays, and that would be Christmas Eve Eve, and so you have a chance to make somebody's Christmas a little merrier. Nice, nice. You got another one? You usually have three? I usually have three. Here, let me dig through my pile, and we have Ford Motor Company announcing several technology initiatives this week, including road tests of a fully autonomous Ford Fusion Hybrid in an effort with the Girls Computer Science Organization called Girls Who Code, so they're involved in this too. Uh, anyway, these, these autonomous cars are out in California, naturally, uh, where they're also recruiting a lot of folks with a research lab, which just opened in uh, January, have more than 100 researchers, and most of these do not come from the auto industry. They come from the technology industry, so 
Bill Gates, you know, the computer being, uh, or the, the car being a uh, computer on four wheels is coming true. There you go. And that's Mike Brennan, uh, editor and publisher of MyTechNews.com. Uh, you can listen to him here every week uh, when he talks about a few of the headlines. But if you want to get all of the headlines, you go to MyTechNews.com. You can sign up. It's free. You can go to our site, InternetAdvisor.net. Click off to his site. Uh, again, sign up. It's free. And uh, you get all sorts of great technology news. And he filters that for you, gives you some of the best news uh, possible. So, Mike, thank you very much for coming on the air with us and being in studio for the last few hours. It's That's wonderful fun, to see guys. you. It's been fun, Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks for inviting me. And now I get to see what it's really like behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you do. <laughs> you yeah. did get to see it. Thanks. Okay. And, and we got uh, Joe. Now, during last hour, uh, we're going to bring Joe up online and you called for dial-up users just to find out why people are still doing dial-up right yep and uh joe thank you for uh for dialing us up here at the internet advisor uh welcome thank you and uh best of the holidays to you guys and the best of holidays to you as well hope it's safe and happy so tell me why do you still use dial is it a choice or is it a you know is it a necessity it's a combination. Okay. Uh, I do not feel that $40 a month for three megabytes per second speed uh, with no guarantee of a minimum speed is a fair price. Well, you can get $40. I, I, I can't get it for $40. I have to pay $80 a month just for Internet access where I'm at. But, I mean, three megabytes a second, not guaranteed? Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, I have a different Internet provider than... Most people down here, I have Charter, and they oh. will not offer Internet access. They do for the first three months, but I cannot get Internet only for less than $75, wow, $80 a month. that's amazing, and it's because of where you live. Right. right, and then if I want basic, and it's, well, not really. I mean, that, that's the only game in town, so that, yeah, there's no competition. I mean, yes, yeah. there's no competition. There yep. But $40, I remember those days. So now, it, Being good or bad? Uh, well, in hindsight, I wish I I wish I could pay forty dollars, but but I've already made that choice in my mind, saying you know I'm willing to pay that for my internet content. So do you do you you don't feel though that you give up this the speed? Um, oh, certainly. I mean, it's a pain in the mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just sit there and try and wait for for dial-ups, and it doesn't play nice with my Mac and with the USB modem that I have to plug into it. Well, but, thanks. You know, so therefore, sometimes I'm looking at two or three kilobytes a second. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for calling in, Joe. We appreciate uh-huh. you uh, giving us that feedback on dial-up experience. And we'll be back after the uh, commercial break with more uh, questions from folks like Phil and from Bren as well. So call at 1-800-859-0957 here on the Internet Advisor. Welcome back to the Internet Advisor. This is Ed Rudell, and we have four lines open, and we have two callers on the line. We have Phil and Brent, and we're talking about, uh, you know, what's going on with your computer? Do you have a failed hard drive? Uh, are you having difficulty getting on the Internet? Uh, we, You know, last hour we had Michelle Gilbert in here, and we were, we were trying to say, you know, why is it that sometimes during the day I get great connections, and, and when it seems the weekend and everyone's watching Netflix, why is my speed going down, you know? That's right. So uh, we have... Uh, Let's see. We got Brent on line four from Ypsilanti. Welcome to the Internet Advisor. Brent, welcome to the Internet yes, Advisor. Hi, what can we help you with? Well, let's see. A little while ago, about a week and a half ago, I uh, struggled to get my PC to boot up. And what had happened is uh, I, kicked, uh, I kicked it on, and 
I got to um, the windows just went low. Yeah. And so then I then I turned it all off, brought it back up, and got to uh, the did the uh, interrupt where I went in. Well, first of all, it didn't load the first time. Right. The second screen said if it didn't load properly the first time, you should do the run some run some diagnostics, and that's exactly what I did. What it ended up happening is my hard drive. There's two sectors on it or two places on it that it did not could not read. Yep. And I don't remember exactly what the error message said, but you know, of course, some good good people uh, take their uh, netbooks, which are probably five years old, and I jump back on that thing that's running on XP, and of course, I do my internet search on that to find out what's wrong with the, <laughs> of the course. computer. Always have a backup. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so <laughs> even if it's old and crunchy, at least I can get on and find out uh, what's up with this thing. So apparently. Um, uh, this this could be indication of a hard drive failure, and I'm looking at some options at this point. Right. So, uh, what uh, Windows operating system are you running on the failing computer? Uh, uh, right now, I think it's 8.1. And and I want to make sure that you are backing up, or you have at least backed up, because your computer's giving you the the indication that your your hard drive's failing at some point, and either it's stumbled across uh, an area and fixed it, or it's on the it's going to continue failing and. It's on the way out the door. So are, have you backed up to any external devices? Um, I have a Western Digital that is sitting on the shelf that I backed up to way longer than what I should have. Yeah. So, um, so I'm sure there's a, uh, um, a snapshot of, of, the, of the past that it worked, but that's probably a, a year and a half out of date right now. Yeah, so that's um, the first thing I would do is at least pull it off the shelf and initiate some sort of backup, whether or not you're dragging and dropping you, where you think the most important data is on your computer, and you grab the My Documents, My Pictures, My Videos, My Favorites, and you know get those off of there before this thing fails right away and drag it to that external device. Then you could start thinking about, okay, where am I going now? What can I do? Then you can either consider running the Microsoft Backup Utility, and uh, in there and let Microsoft run through that, it'll back up everything. But because you're running Windows 8.1 and because hard drives are so cheap, you could potentially, if you're running Win Windows 8.1, this is what I did. I've done three of these in the last two weeks where my wife's come home and said, um, I have these computers, uh, uh, my friends, and they don't work. You have a modern computer. Uh, did it ship with Windows 8.1? Um, it was preloaded. Preloaded. That's perfect. Yep. So more than likely, you have the UEFI BIOS. And this is what I did with my wife's friend's computers. I went to Micro Center, and I bought a, a hard drive, and I bought a, you know, a 500 gigabyte for $31. I removed that um, the hard drive out of my these laptop, popped that one in there. I went to Microsoft and downloaded Windows 8.1 from Microsoft for free. They'll provide it for you that you can download it. I, I, and I installed it on a flash drive. Then I walked over to my her uh, friend's computer. I installed it. It never prompted me once for the product key or anything. It identified that um, it pulled the product key from the BIOS, if you will, or from the UEFI by, uh, uh, hardware from the manufacturer on this uh, without even having the other hard drive in there. And I was right. I was able to install Windows 8.1. I hooked up her old hard drive, dragged and dropped her data back. And uh, that that was one technique I used. It only cost me. $31 in about two hours, three hours of work. Um, and th that's how I corrected her problem. But your issue is, do, um, is your hard drive or, or, or do you believe your computer's working properly right now? No, no, it's not. So so what what had happened is I've tried this a couple times um, where it went through and started to correct some things. 
and then I saw like the the Windows background screen come up, but none of the icons hit, and so it, it attempted to do the process. And oh, then, so it's uh, failing. I it's did... not even coming up. Right. So some of the initial initialization files have been corrupted, okay. or that part of the hard drive which contains them is not readable. Yeah. So again, my technique might be valid. You could do Cal. You have something. Well, I like your technique of what you're doing, but for him, because of the fact of the matter is he's not booting properly right now, the less you dabble with that drive, unless the data on there is not that important to you, the less you use that drive, the better off you're going to be. I would, if I was you... Yeah, imagine falling on a blade, and then, you know, and then if you keep on using it, you're, that blade's going deeper and deeper and, and, and damaging more internal organs. It's not even Halloween. I'm thinking of these gruesome <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, you should think of a different analogy. Okay, I'll, I'll have here. to think okay. of one better one next time. At any rate, <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> what I would do is I would do part of what Ed said. I'd go out and I'd get that new hard drive, put it into the machine. Pull the old hard drive out. Pull the old one out. Go ahead and create that uh, new, that little thumb drive with the operating system on it and reload it and get that up and going on the machine again. Once that's running, then you'll know that the machine has integrity to it. And then while you're at the store buying that hard drive, get the little dock assembly that will allow you to hook up the old hard drive to a USB cable. And, Cal, and then, how much would that cost? Oh, probably 20 bucks, maybe. Okay. And then uh, uh, hook that up to the, the machine once it's functioning properly and pull your data back in. Right. I didn't know whether I needed to hook up this the old hard drive to in a slave's position internally or whether there was a, another workaround where I could use a USB, pull off what I can still salvage, and, and then call it a day. Yeah, USB, definitely, because more than likely – I'm sorry, did you say this is a laptop or a desktop? Oh, this is a desktop. Oh, it is. Oh, so, you hell, can... heck, you'd be able to get the uh, hard drive probably even cheaper than that. Um, you yeah, know, probably but... around, they usually run around 50 bucks. But yeah, Buy that might... USB adapter so you can hook it directly to that hard drive. It has power and stuff on it, and then you can just plug it into the port after you've put the other hard drive in and got an operating system up and running. Because more than likely, right. the area that's damaged on the hard drive right now is the operating system. That's the area that's, well, that's most frequent. That's what I felt, and I thought yeah. a lot of those files would still be accessible. Yep, yeah. we're hoping so. Well, good luck with you, um, and uh, let us know if you have any other problems. You can get a hold of us at inter internetadvisor.net, yeah. uh, the contact us uh, form, or call us back next week. Yep, and you might want to use uh, what I've used, and I, I wish I had the URL handy. I'm sure I have it saved as a favorite, is I used Bing uh, search engine, and I searched for how to download Windows 8.1 uh, you know, to build an install media and it basically said mm -hmm. it like that it took me right to microsoft's website i was able to download it it gave me instructions on how to create either a um a, a disc or a cd drive or how to put it on a flash it was it was very easy step-by-step -step instructions sound good beautiful all right beautiful. Hey, sounds, sounds like what i need hey you have a happy and safe holiday okay i thanks. will thank you thank you John. uh let's go to phil out in oakland county phil welcome to the internet advisor Hey guys, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Hey, thanks for calling. Uh, this, this, by the way, it's Phil Bertolini. I'm the CIO for Oakland County, and <laughs> I just want to, I just want to say, you guys, great show today. Phil, thank you very much for calling. Yeah, Phil and I see each other quite a bit, uh, not only in the Society for Information Management. I was going to say, does your wife know? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Phil is one of the uh, one of the great. How do I say this politely? One of the one of the um, great CIOs here in the state of Michigan. He serves on David Behan's uh, CIO 
kitchen cabinet. David is the CIO for the state of Michigan, mm-hmm, pulled mm-hmm. a number of us together. And uh, Phil, thank you for calling. Uh, well, guys, I, I really enjoyed the show today. There was a lot of great topics, but if I could, I'd like to just comment on a couple of them, if I could. Yeah, but... Please do, and then we're going to um, hold you over, okay? Because we've got... Sure. Um, We've got to take a commercial break, uh, Cal, and then we can come back to Phil, can we? Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly right. We have to take a commercial break right now, but we'll be back with Phil and so much more. And your questions as well, please call in at 1-800-859-0957. That's 1-800-859-0WJR, and we'll get your questions here on the Internet Advisor. Welcome back to the Internet Advisor. This is Ed Rudell, and you can call us, too, and participate. And if you have questions about the Internet, um, and maybe you're having troubles with your PC, like uh, our one of our previous callers, and he's having difficulty with his hard drive, I was able to relay to him a nice technique that I've discovered and, and that uh, isn't too bad, you know, with the capability we have with search engines. But before the break, we were talking to uh, well, wait, 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 wait. Phil. Before you do hmm. that, what, you what? said people can call. So what should, number should they call? Oh, at 800-859-0957. The lines are open. Now. <laughs> we, had, we have an interesting <laughs> call from... Uh, Phil Bernalini from the CIO of Oakland County. Phil, yeah. welcome back to the Internet Advisor. And you Phil, can, are you there? No, you can tell. No, we still got to get this. Well, you can tell just, I don't know how to operate this board like Foster well, does when it, he's it's here. Well, it's nice. So. And, you, <laughs> yeah. Now you there can. There he is. He's there now. Yep. Hi, guys. Hey, Phil. Hey, I, I was just going to say, you know, the planets have collided that you got Mike and Matt on the same show. They're <laughs> working together. Yeah, can you believe that? I mean, we've known both of these guys for a long time competing with their own uh, separate uh, different IT newsletters, electronic newsletters, and, you, and, and you're uh, right. Collide is right. They basically collided <laughs> with each other. They they did, and it was uh, it's fun to see them both on, on the same TechCast now. So uh, M2 TechCast uh, on what yeah, I'm Monday looking, morning. I'm looking forward yeah, to Monday. what the product that they bring out. Yeah. The one comment I'd like to make, if I could, is the data center issue. Yes. We all talked about yep. and. And and I, I'm I'm much happier now that the legislation is encompassing the entire state because that original legislation was going to be only for that one company in Grand Rapids. That's right. Mm-hmm. And here in Oakland County, we pride ourselves on attracting business and, and keeping business, and we have a number of data centers here. And I'm just excited to hear that it's going to be used across the state, and, and I think that's that's a great thing. And I just wanted to you know say that. And then one other comment, if I could is the um, issue of jobs, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be interesting to see those jobs materialize. It'll be very interesting to see how they actually report those jobs longer term, because it's going to be tough knowing a data center doesn't need many people to operate it. That's right. It's really an enabling technology. If you can get, as a company, if you have your choice of um, competing Internet service providers, first of all, the price goes down, Second of all, the service goes up, the bandwidth goes up because they have to compete with each other. Uh, it's a good thing, but those new jobs are created in all of those client companies, not in the actual data center well, itself, and if as I'm, much. There's still some jobs, certainly, but not as many. And, and I think what the bill that was going across our governor's desk basically said that there's a timetable on here where they have to show the jobs, otherwise the incentive goes away, I believe. That's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe that's the right the right way to go with this, because the whole issue of picking winners and losers, and we've done a good job, I think, in the state of Michigan with economic development to make sure that we're trying to even the playing field for everyone. So that's I was right. excited to see the change there. It's certainly and then fair. One, one, 
one other thing I, I thought I'd, I'd mention as well is that where can I get three megs up and down for forty bucks? <laughs> well, that now so Comcast <laughs> actually you you can get two meg right now or two gig right now, um, but it's more than forty. I'm thinking that with AT&T and Rocket Fiber and Metro and some of the others that are coming up with high-speed bandwidth all in this area, um, I'm hoping that they're going to drive the price down. I don't know. You guys got comments? Well, I hope so. And I think the number, the 40 number he's talking about, it was one of our previous callers who threw that out. That's probably from a few years ago, and it's probably an introductory offer. That's why I made that comment. I had a difficult time getting... You know, double that right. for getting well, just internet connection. But you live in the boonies. I live in northern Oakland County. <laughs> just so yeah, happens my neighbor lives in... in northern Oakland County, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Great place to live. Yeah, you do. Yep. I really enjoyed the show today, and I just wanted to share a couple thoughts with well, you today. Phil, I'm so excited that you actually have listened to the show. I thought it was just my mother and a few other people, so I'm I'm glad that you tuned in. Thank you. Call me in as a listener. You bet, guys. <laughs> Thanks, have a, Phil. a great Thanks. holiday. Enjoy it with your families. Thank you. You Thank too, you. Phil. Merry Christmas. That was uh, Phil Bertolini, and Phil is the CIO and Assistant Administrator uh, uh, for Oakland County. And, and now a fan and, of the Internet Advisor. And, and actually, um, you know, all of the, the many times that tech people get together, uh, Phil is, is one of the, the true resources we have here in the state. So, Wonderful that he could call in. I'm, I'm pleased that he's listening. And so. please make it clear that he is not Gary's mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Cal. Uh, let's go to, <laughs> let's get back to business. Let's go to Jerry in Toledo. Jerry, welcome to the Internet Advisor Show. Thank you. Yeah. What, what can we do for I'm you? I'm on my fourth uh, Toshiba here right now, brand new one. Oh, wow, and, good. Uh, I got on in online at first downloaded uh, the Apache uh, word processing and haven't been able to get back online since. It, 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 no, it's only a few weeks old. No. Uh, I've gone through all the help, uh, diagnostics and everything. In one case, it said that uh, there may be a problem with the adapter and went to the uh, um, controls and uh, said the adapter's okay, but I can't get on the internet any place, a wire, a wireless any place. Uh, Phil, uh, Jerry, you've got a Toshiba laptop, correct? Yeah, but that's what he said. Okay. Yeah. Um, on that laptop, if you're looking at the keyboard, do you see a little icon that looks like a TV antenna with lines radiating out from it? Oh, you, on you the, you're on the top. Yes, like on the top, along uh, over top the F buttons. So you're suspecting that you might have a hot switch that got turned on. So like the turn on and turn off of your wireless signal, right? I'm thinking that's exactly what it is. And it's it might even be a physical switch on the side of the computer that's turned off. Just a second. I'm opening it up. Okay. You go ahead and open it up. Uh, okay. And you've had this for a couple of weeks, you said. Yeah. Okay. And so Apache OpenOffice is a, a competitor to Microsoft. Yes. Right? We want to help people know that it shouldn't have had anything to do with whether he gets on or off. Absolutely the, nothing at all right. with any impact at all on yep. and his ability to use the Internet. More times than not, I have seen uh, that, unfortunately, on the side of the computer, there'll be a little sliding switch. And if while you're opening or closing the lid, you inadvertently take your finger and push it in the wrong direction, yep. it turns off your wireless service. 
and you can load drivers till you're blue in the face. It won't matter. And you'll never right. connect to the I mean, you can't load the drivers, right? Because you can't get them down from the internet. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I had two people last week that had that problem, and yeah. I said, you know. And it could be a soft switch, so it could be up in your F. It could be um, one of the keys right. on the top. Uh, that It's usually one that looks just like a little TV antenna. With uh, lines radiate out from it, like the and old cartoon picture of the what the, those big A-shaped huge antennas. Correct. And um, I have one on my Dell, and it's the Function or F2 key, and and I've had that happen to me. If I press Function and then F2 instead of the Shift at symbol, which the keys are right next to each other, I turn off my Wi-Fi, and it'll you know usually I, I've done it before. I've yep. made like that's why we're all here we've all made this mistake <laughs> we that's how we know how to answer some of these questions so, so, so jerry we've been uh, filling time while you've looked and and tried a couple things uh was that it by any chance yeah i can't find uh, that key i've seen that referred to in the uh, the others before talked what? about the uh, help us as uh, that there should be a on off key for it and i've looked all over for them typically which it's model, the which... f8 on the toshibas i just did a quick bing search but uh, F8 is is F8. typically, yeah, so function key, which is the FN key and F8, but, uh, you know, it, it changes. It changes. It does change with the models. So if it's not that, okay, if it's not what would people do? Well, I, I have found out that there's an 800 number for Toshiba that you can call, and for the first year of ownership, they will actually talk to you on the phone and help you with support. And you have to go to Toshiba.com, and there's an 800 number down there under support. So what about if the little icon down in the lower uh, right tray, mm -hmm. if he were to click on that, it would come up and it would show all of the different uh, connections that he could make. Is that a way to get to, to do some troubleshooting here? If he does a right mouse click on it, it will even tell him whether or not it's turned on. So that Toshiba number is 800-618-4444 for okay. the first year of customer support. Um, and you could try calling them. The other thing is you're lucky with Windows 8.1, you might be able to do a system restore and tell your computer to go back a week or so or, you know, to a few days before uh, the problem actually happened. But, that might actually take care of it. So we just had I would, a, we just I had was a, thinking of doing that, uh, yeah. We just had a caller um, that uh, called in and said, check the airplane mode. So that's a good point. We hadn't thought of that. I uh, checked it. Checked well, it already. Airplane okay. mode and that, that function key also acts as that. But you're right. On a lot of devices, you could. They, just called airplane They mode, just called right? airplane mode. Which model is that laptop, please? Do you know? Uh, no, I'm not sure. Oh, Satellite uh, C655. Okay, so why, why don't you just continue to listen, Jerry, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more on the air. We're going to do a little more research with it, and we'll come back to you and let you know what's going on. Uh, so just continue to listen, and you'll find out an answer if we got one for you. In the meantime, if you've got any other calls, call 1-800-859-0957 for the Internet Advisor. Welcome back to the Internet Advisor. This is our last segment for call-ins, and uh, you can reach us. We might have time to get you at 800-859-0957. And we have one caller on right now. And, Cal, you wanted to talk about the Mac Group meeting. And did you find any other additional information about Toshiba's? Matter of fact, uh, Tom's Hardware had some information on that particular uh, device. So he may want to go, if he can get to another computer, uh, to tomshardware.com and put in uh, Toshiba Shet Satellite A665 
and it had some detailed information on a couple of things he could try to get that going with that uh, particular uh, situation. So turning it, either getting it out of uh, airplane mode or how to turn the Wi-Fi on. Or if necessary, doing a system restore, going back a few days. Okay, Correct. right. Yeah, and uh, and also because it's so new, he can call Toshiba support as well. Yes, yes. And and I would definitely take advantage of that because after all, he paid a good premium for that device. You might as well, you know, get the service that goes yeah. along with it. Uh, shameless plug time. Shameless plug time. Uh, tomorrow uh, at the twentieth of December at three p.m. We'll have our uh, monthly Mac group meeting, and that'll be at the Birmingham Temple. And this month's selection of topics will be on OS X uh, 10, the operating system. And we'll also be talking about backup, viruses, and malware. And that'll be presented by Dave McGuire and yours truly. And so you can come on out and uh, check that out. It's the type of subject matter that can work for just about any operating system. So if you use Mac or Windows, you can still come out and learn a lot of stuff about backup, viruses, and malware. And then, uh, of course, at 2 o'clock, we have our genius table that we do. And if you happen to have a device that you're having a problem with, you can bring that out. And we'll be more than glad to take a look at it and try and help you out with that as well. Yeah, got a lot of geniuses there that can help. So Yeah, so you, you can find out more. Of it. You can get more information uh, at, internet, at internetadvisor.net. You can link off that. Or you can go to macgroup.org and uh, click on that link there. And it has all the information about tomorrow's meeting and all our upcoming meetings. You know, every time I hear you say macgroup.org, it was one of the first Mac groups. And that's why you got such a great domain name. This is true. We've been around for over 25 years. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a great organization. Originally started by Terry White. And uh, he is still a, me- uh, a member of the organization, although he's moved out of state. And uh, it continues to grow. And, and we're going to stay there as long as uh, there's two people with a Mac. There you go. There you go. Hey, let's go to uh, Mitchell uh, from Harrison Township. Mitchell, welcome to the Internet Advisor Show. Yes, thank you very much. What can we can do you for hear you? Me? Can yes. you hear me? Yep, you are on the air with us. Oh, boy. Uh, last spring, uh, a friend of mine gave me his uh, Toshiba laptop, and uh, it, it doesn't work. What a friend. But uh, <laughs> it won't light up. I charged the battery, and it doesn't light up the screen. Okay. Okay. If- so now... Does it? I, I was just going to ask. Can you hear any hard drive spinning or anything? Oh like that? yeah, yeah. I can hear it engaging. It's uh, uh, it's uh, it was built in July of two thousand nine. Okay. okay. What you could do, Mitchell, just to check some things. Do you have an older monitor that would go to a desktop computer or access to no. one? No, this is my first time into the uh, computer world, so okay. I'm, uh, I'm a novice on everything. Are you anywhere near any computer stores? You're in Harrison Township? Correct. Or even if he has a friend that has a desktop machine. Yeah, or if you had a friend that had a desktop machine, you could take that laptop over there and have them pull the monitor off the back of the computer and plug it into your laptop. If the screen lights up and shows the pictures and the pretty icons, then you know that the LCD panel in that laptop is bad and needs to be replaced. Yeah, because you have to realize that most laptops, people, when they use them, they like connecting them to larger monitors. So many people that use laptops connect them up to larger displays, either larger LCDs or large TVs. And so what we're doing is this is a diagnostic to see if if your laptop is even bootable and, and can you get into an operating system and, you know, 
how damaged is the laptop? Is it just the screen, or is it the hard drive and the motherboard and everything else? You know. So, oh. So oh, but that, that, that and the other thing. So when you powered up, do you hear the fan spinning on the laptop at all? Well, I hear something, but I don't know if it's the fan or what. I'm not familiar with that sound. Yeah, it's okay. just not light. It's just the screen's not not yeah, working. That, well, probably that's probably. I have, prob I have what it a. Is. I have a report here, and it says that uh, the system was built in 09, and it's too old, <laughs> only six years old. Yeah, take it over to your friend's house, try it on the monitor, see how it looks. If it comes up on the monitor, then you can do one of two things. You could spend the money to get the screen fixed, but I wouldn't do that for a six-year-old laptop. I wouldn't do that either. Or you could go buy, you know, I don't like Salvation Army, pick up a monitor for like five bucks, bring it home, and use the laptop as a desktop machine. Okay, Bill. Thank you very much, sir. You're yep. welcome. Well, thank you. That uh, that's really good and uh, gave us an opportunity to talk to, uh, to to answer a question maybe that a lot of people have. Right. Um, let's go to Joy out in Northville. Joy, welcome to the Internet Advisor. I'm going to see if I can make this happen. Joy, welcome to the Internet Advisor. Hi. Hi. I I just stupid question. There's no such thing, so please ask us. Okay. Every time I turn up my computer and they say they have updated me, updated me, updated me, and then I get this facial recognition thing, which I have been trying to get off my computer ever since I bought it. Okay. Now, um, who manufactures your computer? Is it a, a Dell or an HP? or? It's a Dell. Okay. And when did you buy it? Um, a year ago. Okay. And it has facial recognition. You know, I wasn't aware that computers came with facial recognition software. I mean, I imagine you have a laptop, and I know what people that are... No, I do not have a laptop. I have a regular screen. A okay. desktop, okay. And um, has this always happened to you, or is this just recent? Uh, it's... I'm also listening to you on the radio. Anyway. Uh, turn down your uh, radio, if you would, please, because we're, there's a time delay. Okay. And, and you uh, will have yeah. a hard time talking to us on the phone if you're listening to the radio. So thank okay. you. Okay. So and does I your. Do, uh, never wanted to be on the air. I that's just okay. want to get this facial recognition thing off my computer. Yeah, this. This gives us an opportunity to not only help you, but we can help other people that may have the same problem. So thank you for calling. So, so I would imagine your Dell desktop uh, it has an external monitor, and that external monitor may have a camera built into it or a little dot at the top of the screen because it has to have some type of camera on it. So, Evidently it does. So Dell Evidently makes a product. it does. Uh, I don't want Facial recognition on my computer. So yep. Dell makes so a product help you. Um, called, was it Fast Access? Is that what you're coming That's up exactly with? exactly what it, yeah, go ahead. So Dell makes a product called Dell Fast Access 3.0. Mm -hmm. So you can actually remove that program now that you know the name. So uh, what version of Windows are you running? You're probably running Windows 8, I would imagine? Yes, I am. So okay. you, you'll probably want to uh, go into your... Uh, start button and then search for control panel or type in control panel and what you want to do is find a program for called programs and features you want to uninstall a program called um, Dell fast access or just fa fast access 
and you can tell you can instruct Windows to remove that program. That will remove that program from your computer and delete the facial recognition software. Joy, um, we're going to ask you to hang on. So just hang on. We're going to close the show out, and then we're going to help you afterwards because I think we can give you some help. Um, oh, good. So let me put you on hold. I think I did that. Okay. Maybe not. Um, anyway, folks, we are at the end of three-hour show. This is the Internet Advisor, Cal Carson, Ed Riddell, Gary Baker. We're on every week uh, that we're not preempted. And the next time that we see you guys, we want to say happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you very much. Happy holidays to all of you out there. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Mike Stetz, uh, Eric Dorch, uh, for helping us behind the glass. You're listening to the Internet Advisor. <laughs>